0: This is the Kick Six Podcast It's Nathan, Caleb, and Dick
1: That is right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. This is the week number five recap along with our week number six picks. It's hard to believe we are six weeks in to this craziness that we call college football 2019. How are we this week, boys?
2: Doing pretty good. Not too bad. I fared a little bit better this week on our picks.
1: Yeah, so uh, let's, let's start there. So we're going to do the show a little different this week. We're going to do picks uh, from last week. We're going to do picks from this week. we got some some questions of what is our surprise teams um, through five weeks, and then we're going to go ahead and revisit our uh, top ten uh, and then our college football playoff um, top four, which we did in, in week after two weeks. So we're going to do that again this week. But Caleb, let us know, how did we do this last week?
2: Um, you want me to run these down game by game, or just give us a
1: total uh yeah, let's do
2: each game, okay um, the first game was Penn State at Maryland, and that was a Friday night game. um we all picked Penn State to cover the minus six and a half, and all of that was we all won that one yeah, yeah fi-
3: that one that one wasn't even close
1: fifty nine to nothing I guess where did pit state Penn State come from? Number one, not a lot of talk about them in the off season. And number two, what happened to Maryland?
2: I don't know. They came out hot and then just
1: fell off the cliff, I guess.
3: Maryland had to have the most missed tackles I've ever seen in a game oh, before. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. bad. I saw some replays. It was really, really bad. Yeah.
1: yeah, Clifford looked pretty good. He had almost 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, only threw one pick. Uh, Josh Jackson for Maryland, he's struggled the last two games. He was 10 of 21 for 65 yards and two picks. Like, that's literally nothing. So... Uh good win for Penn State. We'll probably talk about them. Some of us may have them in our top ten uh, coming up here at the end of the show. Uh, yeah.
3: Jackson had a three point eight QBR. Wow, that's pretty good. Three point eight. <laughs> that's probably the lowest I've ever seen for a starting quarterback. That's that's pretty
1: rough. Sixty five yards and two picks.
3: Sixty eight total passing yards. That's
1: like a that's like a, a fourth grade.
3: Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I, think I think Nate. Yep. I think I think Nate could have
1: thrown better
2: than that. Alrighty guys, we we head to uh we head to Dallas and Jerry World for the Arkansas fans worst nightmare. Uh, Arkansas and Texas A and M. Um, Jake, you picked Arkansas plus twenty three and a half and you got that one right. They uh, they covered the spread there and did they did a pretty good job and was hoping to make a last second comeback, but in great Arkansas fashion it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Um and then I picked the under fifty-eight. Nate picked the over fifty-eight, and they scored exactly fifty-eight together. So me and him pushed on
1: that game. What a what what a game! Um, we just got done rewatching this game. This game was full of terrible plays on by both, both teams. It was full of good plays by both teams. Terrible officiating. Um, the officiating was in, really, in, really bad. In all directions. We saw some good play calls. We saw some bad played calls. I don't know. Arkansas can't get over this hump against Texas A&M. They look terrible against San Jose State last week and lose at home, and then they go and play well against Texas A&M. Is it just Arkansas that they step up against A&M, or is it that Texas A&M isn't that good? What is the question? I think Jake's going to get to that a little bit more in the in the Razorback uh uh take care in just a little bit uh, so we'll talk more about yeah, that later i feel like
2: arkansas is doing what everyone said uh unc has been doing this year and playing up to the competition but also playing down the competition yeah. and yeah who, kn- who knows all So right, what's
1: what's the next one so me and you pushed
2: all right we head to uh, the virginia notre dame game and uh unfortunately we had to rewatch it we didn't get to watch it live but uh me and Nate both picked Notre Dame to cover twelve and a half points, and both of those were a win. And Jake picked the over forty-eight and a
1: half, and that was a win as well. Yeah, this was definitely a, a tale of two uh, two halves here. Virginia was in the lead at halftime, fourteen to seven. Indy jumped out to a fourteen-zero, or yeah, fourteen-zero lead um, in the first half, first quarter, excuse me, uh, but then fell behind at halftime. In the second half. Uh, Notre Dame's defense completely dominated. They gave up uh, just barely 100 yards in the second half of, of total total offense for Virginia. Uh, they had a, a scoop and score. They had a sack that or a strip sack that uh, we recovered and returned down to the four yard line and scored a couple of plays later. So um, Notre Dame's defense looked really really good. Um, they shut Bryce Perkins down pretty much uh, pretty easily in the second half, but. Their names offense didn't look that good, and Ian Book, uh, another lackluster game, to say the least. Uh, but
3: your defensive line dominated that game. Yeah, they absolutely. Held, they, well, I mean, technically they held them to four rushing yards, but that's just because Perkins was Sacks, so yeah. much. But really, I mean, they held them to thirty-one rushing yards. Their main running back had ten carries for thirty-one yards. Right. So I mean, and they were in the backfield almost the whole game. Yeah. All day.
1: Yeah. Uh and, and and finally, you know, we finally got the running the running game going. Tony Jones had 18 carries, 131 yards and three scores and then Sebo Flemister uh he had another touchdown. So four four of the five touchdowns were on the ground and the fifth touchdown was a rushing or a, a defensive score. So um we get away with that one. Uh let's just count it up. Hey, um that was our letdown game after Georgia, and we walked away with a win over a top, you know, top twenty, twenty team. So, we'll see what they do in two weeks when uh, when USC and the, the the Stallions outside come to town. So, alrighty,
2: next we head to uh, Pac twelve, and USC versus Washington. And uh, in that game, me and Jake both picked Washington minus ten and a half, and we both won that one. And then Nate picked USC plus ten and a half picked him to cover, and he lost that one.
3: Yeah, and we talked about it last week, whether or not uh, Matt Fink could pull it off, and I think we found out pretty quick that he can't. He threw three picks. Yeah, 19-32 so. to 32 for 163
1: yards, one touchdown and three picks.
3: And 16.5 uh, QBR, which is also <laughs> one of the lowest QBRs I've ever yeah. seen. A little
2: bit better than 3.5. <laughs>
1: the the games we picked this week, the, the QBs were definitely um, – La- lackluster, to <laughs> yeah. say the least. Um <laughs> Book had a bad day. Perkins had five turnovers.
3: Yeah. And Jacob Easton didn't look good either. Yeah, right? he was sixteen of twenty
1: six for hundred and eighty yards. I mean, that's that's you know, he's not he's not losing you the game, but he's definitely not uh, winning it. They had like an uh, one of the rushers had a ninety yard rush and that was like a, a big yeah. you know, that was a big turning point in the game. Yeah. So uh that was an ugly one, man. The pac twelve, dude. Oh they're just gonna beat each other up. Yeah, it's just um I th- have you ever seen like um? I'm thinking like the lotto wheel, the lotto thing where they just put the balls in there, and <laughs> they're all bouncing, <laughs> jumping around. They push a button and like one shoots out. Like that's what they do at each game. There's right. like two balls in the bucket and then whoever comes out. Yeah. Uh, Wazoo lost. Pretty lost much two a in coin flip over there. Yeah. There's there's, there's no. T- yeah. T- what
3: about Washington State? What's going on? Man, there? I don't know.
1: Mike Leach called them out. Said they were soft. Said they were fat and tired. Yeah, piles. I heard that too. Um, I love the quote. It said, yeah, fat, it?
3: dumb, happy, and entitled. <laughs> fat, <laughs> dumb,
1: happy, and entitled. That's what
3: he said to his own players.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, I
2: think he was just giving them a little bit of uh, motivation. Yeah, and a, a, and a challenge. Yeah. Which well, we also
3: talked about that game a little bit last week, about who would come out, because they both lost. Yeah. And Washington State did not come no. out. They got held, to, I think, 13 points. No. They, so. Yeah. W- that's bad. A Washington yeah. State
1: team that, that gets held to 13 points is definitely, they, they didn't get off the bus. So, no, they didn't. Um. But we'll we'll see what happens. They'll they'll probably go out and beat Washington, yeah, or the, and Oregon. No way possible. Then, <laughs> <and then laughs> players and to now make the Pac-12 it. The 12 is just you know complete, mess. completely yeah. messed up. So yeah. uh, that much will make it fun. All right, what's next?
2: Um, we head to the we head to the Midwest and the side of game day. Ohio State versus Nebraska. Um, me and Jake picked Ohio State to cover the mi- uh, minus seventeen, and they did. They I think it was like forty nine forty eight seven was that total
1: forty eight seven
2: yeah oh, we'll get back to that one, sorry, oh. I messed up uh and then Jake picked the uh over on that one, which was sixty six and a half, and that was uh uh-huh. he didn't he didn't win that one That it
1: was
3: yeah, I thought that game was gonna be a lot more high scoring than it was,
1: yeah,
3: I also think it got delayed twice. I think something. I yeah. think we talked
1: about the I think we talked about this game is, is that we thought that if Nebraska really contributed to that over under it was it was Ohio State was going to score more than what they did forty eight points. But this was thirty eight to nothing at halftime. Yeah. So that that's what hurt us on hurt hurt you on that one is is uh it was thirty eight to nothing and there really wasn't much going on in the second half. Fields fifteen to twenty one, two hundred and twelve yards, three touchdowns Dobbins, 24 carries for 177 yards. Dude, just eating them up. Yeah. Ohio State is for real. They yeah. they are legit. I just
3: thought Nebraska was going to be able to score a little more than they did. Obviously, I mean, they only scored seven. So, I yeah. thought – I knew Ohio State was going to score. So yeah,
1: – I thought Ohio State was going to score probably about 56. I was thinking maybe two more scores, 56 to – uh yeah. To fourteen or something like
2: that. I'm so waiting for Ohio State's defense to play somebody. Like I, I don't,
1: I don't feel like we've gotten to actually see them. they come d- out and play anybody. Yeah, yet. but their defense is is nasty. They got a lot of athletes, so we'll see. They got Michigan, uh, Michigan State, uh, Wisconsin in a few weeks, so it's gonna be fun.
2: All right, what's next? All right for the uh, for the last game. Actually, this was supposed to be the lot the next game, but I skipped over it on accident. But we head to the Big Twelve and Iowa State and Baylor. And, uh, Iowa State was favored by three points. Um, Jake, you picked Baylor plus three to cover, and they, they, they won that game. So, you, you got the W on that one. I picked the over 55 and a half and lost, and Nate picked Iowa State minus three, and he lost that one.
1: Yeah, Jake, I got a hint to you, man. You said Baylor was good, and they, they are looking good. Matt rule has got them looking, looking pretty solid, um, the The culture is changing over there in Waco. Um, it's a team I haven't really watched a lot, so yeah. Uh, but but from from the highlights and stuff I've seen, they they look really talented. So
3: yeah. Well, Denzel Mims, the guy I talked about last week, he had six for one hundred six and two touchdowns in that game, and then um, Thornton had eleven for one hundred forty one and a touchdown in that game. So they've got some playmakers. Um, I think everybody was just waiting to see you know until they played somebody. And I would call you know I'd say Iowa then beating Iowa State that's a big win for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the quarterback, Charlie Brewer. I mean, he's not somebody that they're even talking about like that. That name's not getting thrown out there. 26 for 45, 307 yards and three touchdowns. You know, I mean, that's a that's a big 12 stat line. Uh, Purdy had, you know, it was 27 or 45 for 342, two touchdowns. But he threw a pick. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Baylor can do against the. The Texas is well, the Big 12. Well, I don't
3: know if you guys watched that game, but Baylor completely suffocated Iowa State the entire yeah. game. I mean, they shut down because Iowa State's got good receivers, and uh, they completely took them out of the game for the most part. How many
1: how many turnovers were in this game? Because you think, you look at these, these these stat lines from these guys, they have like a typical Big 12 game stat line, but it's 23-21. That's like an SEC score. Yeah. You know, so.
2: Yeah, that's why I picked the over on this. I, I yeah, thought it was going to be a surefire absolutely. bet.
1: For there sure.
3: was a fumble and an interception, and that was it.
1: Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: Huh. Well, <coughs> a lot of field goals, maybe. I don't yeah. know. So, I guess this brings up this question. So, in the Big 12, we've got Texas. We've got OU, obviously. But who's the next man in, in line? I guess it's Baylor, right? It's OSU. Or, OSU. O- Oklahoma State. Yeah, OSU, Baylor. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Chupa uh, Hubbard's a t- oh yeah, He's a beast. A man uh, he had 200 and he's got, he's got 900 and something yards Rushing in, in four games Does he really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a 2,000 yard back That's impressive
2: Alrighty, um, In case you guys weren't paying attention But here are our week totals um, I was 4-1-1 one one On the week Jake, you had an impressive 5-1 and, and Nate, you slipped up just a little bit But still have a Pretty good lead on us uh,
1: You were 3-2-1 over the week yeah, I gave you guys a little bit of uh a little bit of crazy picks, I hope you guys catch up. But uh I also had a chance to uh take take a bigger lead but uh kinda kinda bit me in the back there, but we'll see what happens it's okay. this week. Yeah.
2: When I tell you these uh year to date totals, you're you're still pretty good.
1: Uh, what's the yeah, what's the year to date? <laughs> yeah,
2: year to date's uh, Nate, you're at a pretty good lead. Eighteen ten and two. And then uh, I am fifteen, fourteen, and one. So I got back to five hundred on this decent week for me. And then Jake, you, you're kind of what, a week and a half, two weeks behind.
3: I think I'm a week. Yeah, like you came in a week. Yeah,
2: it looks yeah, like you're about a week games.
1: behind, and you're eleven, six, and one. I'll take that. Yeah, that's pretty good. eleven, six, and one. That's a that's a good winning percentage. Yeah.
2: All righty, those are our last week's review, our pick reviews, anyways.
1: Yeah. Alright, so um I guess we'll transition now. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and make our picks um for week six. Um week six is this weird like some teams are getting their first or second conference game. Uh some teams are going on their buys. Uh some teams have like a weird cupcake game. There's not a lot of big matchups this week, so a few interesting games. Uh, similar to this last week five, uh, we haven't gotten into a lot of the marquee conference matchups yet, but um, we're working our way in there. And uh, this week will be another, another crazy one, I'm sure. So, what what games are we going to this week, Caleb? Um,
2: our first game, I think that is that a, is it a Friday night game Friday as well? Friday night, yeah. We always like to try and give you guys
1: a Friday night game,
2: so you have something to look forward to on Friday night. But uh, the first game we we're uh, <laughs> UCF at Cincinnati. And uh, on this one, they're actually picking it pretty close. UCF is only a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And then the over-under is sixteen and a half and a half points.
1: All right, UCF at Cincinnati. So this podcast has said UCF is the best team in Florida. Then we saw them lose to Pitt. Uh, they had the week off this past week. Um I thought this was going to be the game that determined the the AAC uh, from the get-go, right? They have two divisions. This is is a division game right here, AAC, whatever. Um, I think this this still does. Cincinnati's defense is really good. Cincinnati has one loss, and that is to what we've seen as a really, really good Ohio State team. Uh, They've crushed Marshall. They beat Miami, Ohio pretty handily. Um, and then they, they beat UCLA on the road, which we know UCLA is not that great, but it's a 10-point win over a Power 5 team. Uh, we also saw the Cincinnati team that beat Virginia Tech in a bowl game. Uh, Virginia Tech is way down this year, but Virginia Tech team wasn't awful last year. UCF, oh, actually they did play this last week. They played uh, UConn. They stroked them 56-21. Didn't cover the spread, though. The spread was like 55 <laughs> points. Yeah. So, um, So, yeah, they've played uh, Florida A&M, Florida Atlantic, Stanford Pitt, and then uh, UConn this last week. So this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a rowdy atmosphere. It's a primetime game. Um, What do you guys think? Who's got the pick on this one, Ken? Uh, Jake, you got the first pick.
3: All right, uh, I'm going to take UCF here. Give me the four and a half for UCF. I think they cover. I think uh, Dylan Gabriel and Gabriel Davis have a real big game. Uh Gabriel Davis has eight touchdowns on the year. So uh he's having a really big year and then um Dylan Gabriel has fourteen touchdowns due to just two picks. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they can cover four and a half. Uh, I think they win by ten, maybe fourteen, maybe two touchdowns. But I'd say they probably win by like ten.
1: <coughs> That's a good good pick. Who's going next?
3: Uh Nate, you got next.
1: Uh Cincinnati. Cincinnati, give me the four points. Um uh, Jake's laying the four points uh, with UCF. I'm, I'm taking the four points with Cincinnati. Um, I think this is a, a Cincinnati team that's tough. I think this is a team that plays good defense. Uh, they have some really, really good athletes um, considering, you know, UCF, of the power five teams, they have some of the best athletes, or excuse me, a group of five teams. They have some of the best athletes that can match up. A lot of them can play uh, with the uh, the Power 5 boys, and I think Cincinnati's right there uh, neck and neck. So give me Cincinnati. I'll take the points at home, and um, I think Cincinnati uh, wins this one outright.
2: All righty, sounds good, and then that brings us to me. Um, I think this over-under is too high. I think 16.5 points is too high for these two teams. They're going to go in there. They're top of the... They're top of the, the conference. I think it's gonna be a dogfight. I don't I don't think it's gonna I think both defenses are gonna come out to play and I think it's gonna be an under six sixteen and a half points. I just feel like that, that number's oh too high. Think. All right. Caleb's going under. Hardy right, guys, that takes us to the SEC and uh Auburn at Florida. Uh Auburn is a three and a half point favorite in this one. And the
1: over/under is forty-seven and a half. And Nate, you have the first pick. All right. Um, So last week I talked about Bo Nix not being able to hit the long ball, not being able to throw the ball. Uh, They brought in Greenwood or Greenway, Greenwood, Neil Greenwood, right? Um. Anyways, the green green something kid, the backup quarterback for Auburn.
3: Oh, I didn't see that.
1: Uh, no, but they they brought him they they brought him in in some some obvious passing situations like down at the goal line and stuff. So he thrown some some passes and did some like quarterback runs because he's big. Um, so, anyways, Bo Nix didn't look that great against um, you know Texas A and M. They won other ways. Missed some open receivers. Well, of course he goes out this week Mississippi State and just throws it up. Uh, really looks really solid against them. So. I'm glad he proved me wrong. The
3: name you were, you were looking for was Gatewood. 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 There we go. Joey Gatewood. What's his name? Yes, I believe so.
1: <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't feel so bad. Uh, ESPN uh, anchor. Uh, they they've been butchering names like yeah seen. Joey Gatewood. <laughs> the, <We> just, Joey <laughs> Gatewood. <laughs> we just watched the Hog rerun game and I up I, I couldn't names. tell you how many five names. And then uh, talking <laughs> about the Georgia game. Uh, Cole Komet for Notre Dame had like nine receptions for a stupid amount of yards. And uh, that Ocho guy, it's on College College Football Live, uh, called him uh, Clay Kimmett. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're on ESPN. Like we said last week, ESPN. this is your job. <laughs> read the names. Cole Komet. Like, read it. So, anyways, Joey... Gatewood. Gatewood. Okay. Anyways, so that doesn't matter. Bo at Nicks. least we have someone to <laughs> correct us. <laughs> yeah, Bo, Bo Nix is slinging it around um, in this last game and looked really good. So, um, and we may get into this of some of our September surprises at the end of the uh, uh, end of the show. But uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Auburn. You know, they're you think it's a three point spread at home. They're basically saying, um, you they're, know. Florida's a six-point underdog if it's a neutral site. So, give me Auburn. I'll give you the points. Um, I think Auburn wins this one. Yep. Though uh, Trask has looked really good. Trask is better than Frank's. Oh, we said that on this show, and, and it, it, it's uh, it's uh, proven to be true. So I will take Auburn still.
2: Yeah, I I can't get started on Florida, so. <laughs> I am also going I'm also going to take Auburn just because like we like he said in the next the next segment about the unexpected I think Auburn's one of my unexpected unexpectedly good teams this year that I think some of us didn't think were going to be that good but uh with Gus Malzahn calling the plays now and a, a young quarterback that he can he can mold I think he's I think he's ready to step into the swamp and take take down the Gators
3: yeah, I'm with you guys. I think Auburn beats them. I think they beat them pretty easily. Uh Florida's got a good defensive line, but after seeing Auburn play last week with their defense, I think they they probably hold Florida under 10 points. I would be surprised to see Florida come out and hang with Auburn in this game.
1: That defense is really really
3: good. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think Auburn beats, it, beats them uh pretty pretty handedly. Um and I think uh, I think they cover the uh, three point spread pretty pretty easily. So
2: that's what that's what we're all taking yeah. there. All
3: right,
2: I think I that's mean, a pretty I pretty I easy pick in my opinion. Yeah, I think, Florida's I, I think that spread is. Uh, I would have been like. That's a I still, w- still would have taken it if it was minus ten. Yeah, I'd, um, I would have. I would have taken Florida at ten. I don't think I. You would've. think so? Yeah. I don't like Florida. I think I
1: think no. I think it would be a push. I think I think Auburn wins this game by ten points. I think twenty seven seventeen.
3: You think twenty-seven
1: seventeen? I was thinking thirty-five
3: twenty-one. <laughs> I was thinking like forty-two to ten. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Blowout! All right, so you take heard it right here. Takes the over then. Next oh, I don't want to take the over. <laughs> next, next
1: week. Next week, we will see who who is right. Is it, uh, is it Caleb? Is it? Is it me or does? does Do you Jake want me to jot that say down it with the blowout? Yeah, put that in there. Just we, so get, we got it. We it what What'd you say? Twenty-seven seventeen. Okay. Keb, uh, you I'm said
3: sure we do have it recorded. <laughs> 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 so so here we are at the anyway. Kick Six podcast.
1: Do not even realize we are recording these things. <laughs> to, <laughs> to he said t- forty. He said forty what? The forty th- I think forty-two ten.
3: Forty-two ten. Wow.
1: Now it has been documented twice.
2: And I said uh thirty five, twenty
3: one. And
1: anyone who was listening has now turned off their podcast yeah, it's, because we're Alright, we won't hear that again. The wheels have the, fallen <laughs> off. Yeah, we just went off the rails. All right, <laughs> so, so uh change it. Caleb you we've all picked this game. What's the uh what's the next game?
2: <laughs> the next game is uh a Big Twelve matchup, Iowa, Michigan.
1: Big ten. That Big has twelve teams. Big ten.
2: That has twelve teams. What? Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> so I've done that mistake All right. three so times now. Two top 20 teams. Michigan has a huge win um, over Rutgers, uh, who just fired their coach um, and moves back into the top 20. Uh, I was looking at 4 0. At four Who's got the first pick before I give my little details? I
2: got the first pick in this one. All
1: right. Caleb, what do you think then, Mr. Uh, First Pick?
2: Because I hate Michigan so much, I can't take them to cover. So I'm going to do under 46.5. I like that. I think Iowa's going to keep the ball for a while in Iowa fashion. And I think freaking Jim Harbaugh over there is going to get three points every time because he can't punch it in the end zone because – like we said, Michigan, they're just the greatest team ever. So I'm taking the under 46 well, and a half.
3: I can't believe that this is only three. I can't believe Michigan's favorite in this game. That blows my mind. They got they blown are at home. out by Wisconsin. They're at
1: home. I got I to take on that. So,
3: but I mean, they got blown out by Wisconsin, and Wisconsin and Iowa are similar style teams where they just want to ground and pound, they want to control the clock, and they have a good defense. They always have a good defense. And obviously Michigan struggled against that, and I don't yeah. think they're going to change it. Um, I can't believe that they're favorites. I mean, I understand that they're at home, but that's that's crazy to me.
2: All right, Jake, you have the next pick in this Dude, one. Yeah, taking. I'm
3: taking Iowa. Th- covers three and a half, right. easily. And I hope it's this in Michigan. Michigan. I have three. Oh, okay. Uh, I got, my, three, my I got line, three and a half. Yeah, my line's different. Oh, as well. Okay.
2: Maybe it's changed since I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, it probably did. Okay. I it'll, looked it'll at ch- it. It'll change by Saturday. I looked at anyway. it. I looked at it last night, so.
3: But yeah, I think the three and a half, um yeah, I think they I think Iowa wins this game. I I and I hope it knocks Michigan out of the top twenty five. Because they don't oh, deserve, they, should. they don't deserve, they to, don't be deserve to be anywhere.
1: All right, so uh, who are you taking,
3: Jake? Iowa Iowa covering three and a half. Okay.
1: So here here's my little uh unique stat of the week, okay. So here's what I want to give you and this is gonna probably tell you my my uh my pick. So uh, the Cone Kid for Wisconsin, okay? We know Wisconsin dominated dominated Michigan, okay? He has 805 yards passing, five touchdowns, one pick on the year. He's throwing 73% completion rate. Nate Stanley from Iowa. He's 76 of, of, of 118, 965 yards and eight touchdowns. So a little bit better, yeah. similar numbers, okay? His completion percentage is 76%. Percent. So little percentage is a little better. He's got a few more touchdowns. They throw the ball a little more at Iowa. Iowa's going to have a really, really good O-line. You know, big yep. old corn-fed boys Wirth, their left on, tackle. On, he, on the O-line. They'll probably go top 10. He's huge. Yeah, he's, he's huge. Good. He's huge. So I think this is going to be another Wisconsin-esque performance. Uh, for Michigan, I think they're gonna get they're gonna get pushed off the ball they're gonna look soft they're gonna look slow i mean the only difference is Iowa doesn't have Jonathan Taylor and that's i mean that's a big piece not to have uh they've got capable running backs they've got capable um receivers uh we saw that in um the Iowa state game uh they had you know guys stepping up here and there uh squeak out an ugly one so I'm going to base my pick off of what Wisconsin did to Michigan, and I'm going to say Iowa. Give me Iowa. Give me the three and a half points, and uh, I'm rooting on the Hawkeyes.
3: All right. Yeah, that's what I was basing my pick <coughs> off of was the Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, game. similar stat lines, similar type teams, um, and Michigan just hasn't showed me enough yet. Maybe this is the game Michigan gets turn turnaround. They very
3: around. well could, and, you know, maybe – will look like idiots for bashing Michigan all year, but I really don't think they do. I don't think they're good. Well, here's the deal.
1: You can lose by missed assignments. You can lose by, you know, having costly turnovers. But when you're losing and the other team is is knocking you in the face and you have no chance, and they're outrunning you to the corner, they're outrunning you to the end zone, they're outrunning you in all facets of the game, like you just don't have the athletes, you know. And you may beat the Rutgers. But yeah. he fired their coach. Yeah. When Army's beating you to the corner and, and Wisconsin's pushing you six yards off the ball, that's not gonna get you very far. No. You know, so uh, I think they're soft, I think they're slow. All right, what's next?
2: Um we had we're staying in the Big Ten for Michigan State versus Ohio State. And uh oh, Ohio State is favored uh by twenty points in this one. And the over under is forty nine. Oh man. And Jake, you have the first pick.
3: Yeah, uh let's give me uh Michigan to cover.
1: Okay. Michigan State.
3: Yeah, sorry, Michigan State to cover. Twenty
1: point spread I that's a good cover. That's a good cover. I call. think
3: yeah. they uh cover Michigan State has a really good defense. Um that's basically what they've been uh the offense has looked on. Year. Looked weak sometimes. Yeah, the, the offense, it does worry me a little bit, but I do think that they could slow Ohio State down, um, and this very well could be another blowout like the Nebraska game, but I think people were hyping up Nebraska way too much last week. I think this is actually a team that could slow them down. I don't know if they will, but I think they can cover 20 points. I mean, they're a top 25 team. They should be able to cover twenty points, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah
1: I think so. I think that's a good pick. Uh, I right mean, eight year. This awesome. is interesting because Michigan State's had their woes on offense. Uh, Ryan Lurky, he's been there. It's a name we all know. Thirteen hundred and twenty-five yards passing, ten touchdowns, only one pick. So his stats are pretty good. Yeah, he actually has a uh, two hundred and about seventy-five more passing yards than, than Justin Fields. But Ohio State has looked really good. I think they're going to be. Um, I think they're one of the best teams in the country, and we'll, we'll talk about that more when we get down to um, our picks for the for the playoff. So, that being said, if I'm going to give Ohio State a a one, two, maybe three ranking in our playoff,
2: yeah, they they should beat this team. I, I've got to
1: pick them to cover. I'm not going to be like ESPN and say oh, Ohio State's the best team I've ever seen, but then. You know, Pick them to not beat Michigan State at home by 20 Yeah, uh, when Michigan State's had their woes. Michigan State's a good defense, uh, but I still think if Ohio State goes in and them, it's going to be tough for anybody to contend with them um, other than maybe Wisconsin. So yep. I think this is the big one. Uh, I'm picking Ohio State to cover simply because if I'm going to rank them in my top three, maybe top my top four, maybe top three uh, later in this show, they should beat Michigan State by 20. And th- this could be this could be the, defi- the defining one that shows hey they can beat anybody. Ohio
3: State's got a tough schedule, which I think uh, we'll talk about later on. Yeah. Um, in The show.
2: Yeah. Alrighty, I'm going with the obvious here, and that's obvious over 49.
3: Yeah, I think that's an easy pick. I think
2: I think Ohio State's gonna score that by themselves.
1: Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I I just I just picked two unders. <laughs> He he likes that line. I just yeah I do. He's got a, he, he's got he's got a, a better chance to win. Yeah
3: I do. Yeah I'm opposite. I like the covers. I think yeah. the covers are easier to pick than the over under. Oh yeah. I,
1: I mean like this one. I mean the, well the, this one's
2: pretty. The the over unders on these have been pretty obvious this
1: though. One yeah. Is,
3: I think this one's obvious. Yeah. But yeah, but so.
1: I mean like I mean logically thinking Michigan State should cover top you know top yeah, twenty five team yeah. should be able to cover twenty points on the road like that's a big spread. But but like I, mean, like it's I said a top. It is a if top a, four Ohio, Ohio State, State, you yeah. know, is a playoff team in my eyes. They should be able to beat, yeah, I, beat a, Michigan State at home a top by twenty 25. points. So, if they if they do that, they cover. I say, hey, awesome. So, all right, we all got our picks in this one. Yep, yep. we all got right. them all.
2: All right, we head to the uh, the mighty Pack twelve, and uh, Cal at Oregon. Oregon is uh, favored by seventeen and a half in this one. Oregon and the <laughs> Oregon, and the over under is forty six and a half. And Nate got the first pick. All right, so. Oh, this one's tough. I don't know. Yeah, this, this is
1: one tough. is tough. I, I do, I do, I do. Um, Oregon's laying 18 points, and Cal was undefeated. Y'all got 18? Cal was undefeated.
3: And has the best defense in the country. But
1: it's, yes, it's Pac 12 after dark. They got a defensive lineman who's number 85. Who leads the nation in tackles by like 35 yeah, I've tackles? Seen that guy. He does not miss a tackle. No, he is huge. He's a beast, and he's number 85, which is awesome. Uh, Cal's going to be without their quarterback, though. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Uh, Garber's got hurt. Uh, he's been ruled out indefinitely. Um, so he will not be playing. He was just finally getting that offense to roll, and then he got hurt in a pretty nasty injury uh, this last week um, when they played. So against Arizona State in the loss. So what is what is with the Pac twelve? So the Pac twelve they
2: can't keep anybody healthy over there.
1: Okay, the the best team in the Pac twelve goes from California to play an eleven AM or yeah, eleven AM local time game in the central time zone. So it's nine AM for them. Then they drive they go all the way back to Berkeley and you know what they do? They play on Friday night. Let's yeah, do that. Let's, that, that. Let's schedule that. Let's schedule that. Okay. For our team that's undefeated. Okay. If Calcu's undefeated with that defense, Hey, maybe they're in the playoff. You know what I mean? So, but who knows? It, it, it's neither said nor done. They would have, they would have fallen to someone they probably shouldn't have anyway, just like Arizona state. Jake said Arizona state was one of his uh, most underrated teams a few weeks ago. So good call there, Jake, even though uh, they've got a loss now. But um anyways, long story short, um, I'm going to pick Cal to cover the 18 points, um, but I do think Oregon wins his game.
2: All righty, I got the next one on this. Um, hmm, I don't know. I like what Oregon's done so far. And I, I don't know what you think about I like the, the back-end quarterback like, for Cal. I like the defense of Cal. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about He's probably not either one of these teams. No. <laughs> um I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to take Oregon to blow him out. Oregon minus 18.
1: Spencer Brash is his name.
3: All right, Jim. He has no, sta- no stats. I I uh, <laughs> I um, I was pretty torn on this game, and I keep taking the spread, so I'm actually going to take the over 46.5 on this game. Um, Oregon's really fast, and they have Justin Herbert, who's been a top QB in the nation since last year, and he still is. Um, I think without Cal being able to move the ball, Cal's defense probably gets a little tired. Um, I'm just – you just don't know what their offense – you you have to assume that Cal's offense isn't going to look good. But also with a QB that nobody's seen, sometimes that's in their favor because they don't have any film on them. And so, you know, they can come out and do some new stuff that the defense really didn't study.
1: But Um, but how crazy is Cal going to get?
3: I don't think they will. I think they're going to rely on their defense, and I think their defense is going to get worn out. 'Cause I mean, Oregon's got speed everywhere they've got a really good quarterback. So I think uh, or I think it's the over forty six and a half and I I'm pretty confident that Oregon might score that on the by, by themselves. Yeah, it's a
1: pretty good pick. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a I'm taking a chance with Cal cover and I just think with that defense they'll be able to if if the Cal offense can stay on the field for for a little while yeah. and slow down where where Herbert's not you know, when he's on the sideline they're not scoring. Um his stats look really good. And with good.
3: it being at Oregon, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's just that's another that's bonus. A, that's a tough
1: one, yeah. And it's after dark, so some crazy stuff may happen. So. All right.
2: Cool. All righty, we stay in the Pac-12 for our next game, and we uh, head down to uh, Oregon State at UCLA. All right. Uh, UCLA is favored by 5.5 points, and the over-under is 65.5
1: so I I, I decided to, we decided to pick this game. It's one in three Oregon State against one in four UCLA um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I wanna mean, see why not the 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 bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at eight o'clock um, over there in uh, in Southern California? Um, this is an awesome one. This is just two trash programs right now uh, battling it out. Um, too cheap. bad they don't play in the same division because this would be the Pac 12 equivalent of Arkansas versus Ole Miss.
3: Arkansas. The mm-hmm. bottom bowl. Oh, but, yeah.
1: uh, this right. is actually the bottom bowl of who is the worst in the Pac 12. So total. this would be Arkansas, this is like Tennessee. Arkansas, Tennessee at, <laughs> the, at the Decatur High School. Tickets
3: <laughs> as low as $15. Dude, let's go. Hey, I'm not
2: joking. We can fly to Vegas for like $35 <laughs> <laughs> and then drive the rest of the so, way.
3: So
1: uh, I was watching the OU highlights. Um when they played at UCLA and you can watch um Jalen Hurts running for a touchdown and there's literally like the seats are just completely empty and then right right in the middle of the field when he's running, you see a bunch of red uh, <laughs> OU fans and then you get he gets to like the forty and there's no more fans. <laughs> so it's like it's like from from forty to, to, to forty, there's a bunch of red shirts and then on both ends of the field are completely empty yep. and it's like U C L A was I guess waiting on the Rams to start or something. So uh, it was it was a heck of a game. Um, so uh, I I don't really know a lot about these teams. It says uh, UCLA is laying uh, five and a half points. So, what do you got? Which Caleb?
3: is actually surprising,
1: D- it, dude. I don't know. Oregon State's terrible. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> thought they were all right. Remember, I gave you the
3: the, the two the two receivers, the, the two small guys, two little the, guys, no, the yeah. one little guy and the one huge. No, two little guys. Two little guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: they're they're both really big, under six foot tall. I mean, no. that's okay, huge. Okay. All right. Um. With that being said, I guess since you guys are making fun of me about taking all these over unders, I'm going to take UCLA minus five and a half. I think they win by seven at least. So that's um, a cover. <laughs> I'm just I'm just actually tossing a coin on this one.
3: And Jake you're,
2: Jake, you're next.
3: Yeah, Dorian Thompson Robinson's actually a good QB. He's a really good dual threat QB. But they also just came off the game of their lives last week. So with the Washington State, or not last week, but the week before last, when they beat Washington State, um, and I, d- I just don't see them scoring that many points again at sixty-six and a half. I think it's gonna be a really sloppy game. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're both is. really bad. I think it's gonna be just a really bad. It's either gonna be really sloppy on defense and super high scoring, or it's gonna be really sloppy on offense and super low scoring. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the under uh, sixty-six and a half. That's a pretty big, or sixty-five and a half. Sorry, that's a that's a pretty big over under in my opinion, for these two teams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, so um, two reasons why I'm going to take UCLA. That'll be my pick. UCLA, lay the five and a half. Here's the two reasons. Number one, they beat the Wazoo Cougars. Like Gardner Minshew Day... The crazy, crazy game, right, 69 to, you know, 67 to 63, something crazy like that. Chip Kelly right. just um, pulling that one out of his butt. <laughs> yeah, 17 total touchdowns by the quarterbacks, right? They gave up nine touchdowns, passing touchdowns to the other team and won. Okay, yeah. so they found a way to win. So that's number one reason why they won that crazy bowl. And number two, DTR rhymes with, or sounds like – uh FDR, which if, if you sound like FDR, Franklin, Delano, Roosevelt, you got my vote. So give me UCLA. <laughs> That's I'll, the I'll, reason why. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the five and a half That is an out there long. reason, but I like it. Hey, I like it, yeah. <laughs>
2: All righty, that was Franklin. my version
1: of a Mike Leach pick. <laughs> All
2: right, that concludes our picks for week six. All
3: right, you guys want to go into Arkansas and then go to uh, top four? Or what do you want to do?
1: <laughs> yeah, Jake, give us your, uh, your Arkansas little take here, and then we'll go into our – um, September surprises and then into our uh, uh, top ten and then college football playoff um, top four,
3: which we just you said it earlier. We just rewatched rewatched the game. Uh, I think obviously they looked a lot better. Clearly, um, I don't understand why they couldn't do that against San Jose State because they blow San Jose State out if they play like that. I mean, without a doubt, in my opinion, they without a doubt in my opinion they blow them out. Um, I don't. It just It's hard to tell. I mean, you got to see what they do against Kentucky. Um, one second. But, yeah, uh, the defense um, I thought played really well compared to last week. Uh, they struggled a little bit in the first half, but they made some adjustments. Uh, they held A&M to, like, 89 yards on 33 carries, which is good to see because we always get gashed in the run. Um, secondary was given up like 11 yards of reception. You want to see that get cleaned up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, the offense moved the ball a lot better than I expected with Ben Hicks. Ben Hicks' arm looked great. Mean, yeah, he threw some
2: beautiful passes. It looked totally different. It the, it the arm like strength is totally different. If you totally watch different.
3: Portland State, it looked like he was throwing against 90 mile per hour winds. You know what I mean? And then, um... It looks like he was throwing against 90-mile-per-hour winds, and then you go watch him against A&M, and he's, he's putting stuff in tight windows. He's making uh, really good touch passes, and there were some really bad penalties on the last drive that got missed. Oh, those are um, awful. Those They were really, really bad. The pass interference and the roughing the passer were very blatant, in my opinion, and I just don't understand how you don't call that. In that Definitely situation. the pass interference. That's Yeah, um, I – and I have it down as like, I have cons, and the refs, that was one of them. I mean, that yeah, was bad. Yeah, they didn't help and us. In that situation, which that's not, not an excuse. Arkansas needs all the help they can get. Yeah, they do. And there's a lot of things we could have done different. I think, like, having Nox, uh, nothing that we could do. But having Noxon, I think, in that game would have helped us a ton just because he's just another threat yeah. next to Burks. Um, But, yeah, I think, I mean, overall, yeah, they look great, but they always look great against A&M. So you got to see how they come out against Kentucky. If they beat Kentucky, um, no matter how they beat them, if they beat them, then that's a good sign. That's his first SEC yeah. win. Yeah, he, he needs that. Um, that is going to help with recruits. That's going to help with the rest of the season against teams like Mississippi State, who's really struggling right now. Um, and then you know you could always beat Mizzou. You know, yeah, maybe not, come
2: out and win that one.
3: Yeah, and Mizzou's not like that much better than us. We could we could beat Mizzou, especially at home. So, um, but overall, you know, yeah, they. They had a chance to win, and they just didn't do it. Um, so, we just got to see how they come out next weekend. Yeah, the,
2: um, the bye week, I hope, is going to help them out. Let em get, yeah, we'll see. Let them get, uh, get healthier because we I need everyone also, we can get.
3: I think they should – I don't know how the contract is, but they got to stop playing in Dallas. I mean, they're basically playing an away game. It's like a six-hour drive for us and like a two-and-a-half-hour drive for us. Yeah, them. I don't like that. So, I mean, the fan, the fan difference is – off the charts. I mean, A and M always has more fans there, and I just I don't understand why we just keep playing that game every year because you're basically guaranteed a road game against an SEC team every single year. Yep, and it just it doesn't make much sense. And there could be something you know, money obviously, and Jerry Jones obviously. Oh a big yeah, part absolutely. But it should be, in my opinion, it should be a home and home. Yep especially with how close those games are, those would bring a lot of fans because those games are always good. Yeah, and Arkansas
1: gets himself into these like, okay, let's do the Jerry World thing. Let's do Little Rock. And it's like it doesn't make any sense. You know, other other programs are not giving up home-and-home, you know, opportunities. Stop.
3: Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, and you also have to love the defense. Got another defensive touchdown. They had five sacks. They were in the backfield all day, basically. Um, It's really frustrating watching them do that against A&M and then watching them do what they did against San Jose State. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense, like, if you think about it. it just – it's so it's so weird. I mean, maybe they changed something. You know, maybe – like I said, I said a couple podcasts ago that Morris was calling the plays, I thought, but um, it looked like against A&M he was actually calling the plays because the offense looked very smooth. Like, they were moving the ball pretty well. Yeah. And the offensive line played great, too. I wanted to touch on that.
1: Yeah, they look like they're they're moving Looked the ball pretty better. well. So who knows? It's hard to be a hard to be an Arkansas fan, but uh, we'll see how it uh, it progresses. All right, so we are five weeks in the book, six if you count week zero. Uh, we are moving into to week number six officially um, this week. So September is behind us. It's October first as we're recording this. Flew uh, on out. It flew on out. So we are one month. In the books, we've got October, November, December, and then uh, January is, uh, is uh, go time for the, the championship game. So I want to go over our September surprises, and we'll kind of go in a, a roundtable order uh, snake style here. Um, Caleb, what is your biggest surprise team from a positive standpoint? What team has surprised you in a positive way? um this first month of the season.
2: Um I might have touched on this earlier in the in the podcast and I said Auburn. Um uh, Gus Malzahn, he's now calling the plays, which he need to be doing from <laughs> from day one. Yeah, but uh no. um yeah, I mean that with that freshman quarterback coming in, nobody knew what was gonna be going on. I mean they knew their defense was going to be really good. They didn't think they were going to be this good. They're those those cats can freaking play. And uh, yeah, that 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 quarterback—he's he's, he's coming into his own. I know he's a freshman, but he's he looks pretty good. And I think, yeah, the Auburn Tigers—if they can keep up winning in this real tough schedule—they have a really good chance of making the playoff this year.
3: The problem with Auburn is they got to play LSU and Bama. So, yeah, you know they don't have an easy road, and I don't think they beat LSU and Bama.
1: Yeah, they they go to uh, to Florida this week, and then they they travel to LSU. Uh, they've got Georgia and. Alabama at home this year.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, they play Georgia, too. I forgot yeah. about that. And so, so that's a bad draw. That's the, cross the toughest. <laughs> <cross> the <laughs> They're divisions. not making the playoffs. There's cross no division
1: game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, if they win out, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if, even if they just lose to LSU uh, or just lose to Bama, if, as or long as they win two of three.
1: Lose in
2: the SEC championship yeah, game. Yeah.
3: They have to win two of three out of those games. Yeah,
2: they can only lose one. Yeah,
3: yeah, right. They can only lose one. Uh, you want me to go to me? Yeah. I'd say mine which was a top-ten team going into the year anyway, but mine was LSU. Joe Burrow and that offense looked really, really good. Like, I think everybody has been actually a little s- caught off guard um, on that whole situation. Joe Burrow's looked fantastic. So, um, and I think LSU has a real shot at beating Bama. I mean, we talked about it last weekend. Uh, Bama's defense isn't I – mean, Ole Miss was moving the ball so that's on gonna for, a sh- for a little that's bit. That's going to be a shootout. Which we didn't touch on, but, you know – Ole Miss was moving the ball a little bit, and then you know, obviously, Bama's receiver went off for five touchdowns, and so I think that kind of killed killed all the momentum L- uh, Ole Miss had. But that defense is hurt, and it shows. Like they're young, and they're and they're hurt. And I think um, LSU has a real shot. I mean, we got to see. Obviously, Bama can score, so. We'll see, but I'm really excited for the LSU-Bama game. <laughs> That's going to be awesome.
1: No, uh, yeah, awesome.
2: We, we may have to get the, a bunch of people over here for that one. All yeah. right,
1: so my uh, my biggest surprise team in a positive way, um, and I'm looking at this a little bit different, guys that are not in the hunt, but I'm going to go with UNC. Um, they, they've they had their their falls. Every single game has been, uh, you know, a touchdown-type uh or field goal type game everything's gone down to the wire um, this year um, their their schedule um, for this year let me look at it here um, well maybe not anyways every game has come come down to you know down to the wire um it seems like Mac Brown I think with the the game this week against Clemson um, you know, going for two said, "Hey, you know what? Let's win this thing. Why not? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, his team was gassed. Uh, his defense, he didn't think had a you know one more stop. And he's Hey, like, let 'Hey, let's let's win this thing right now. Hey, if we if we don't get this two point conversion and we lose by one at home to the number one team in the nation, you know, uh, reigning champions. Okay, but if we win, l- let's let's win it now. Let's win it like this. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about how you know Sam Howell's a pretty good player." Um I think the culture is completely going to change, you know. These guys are going to learn how to win and you look at the trajectory of this program in 3 to 4 years. Um you know, it could be a fluke. They're only 2 and 3. They may be the best 2 and 3 team in the nation though. Um but I, I can see it uh I can see it being on the up and up. So um my my biggest surprise in a positive way is uh is the Qatar Hills all right, so next question. Jake, we'll start with you on this one. Um, biggest surprise of September in a negative way for a team? What team has surprised you negatively?
3: Uh, I mean, I think the obvious answer is Clemson Yeah. for everybody. I mean, yeah. all three of us could easily just pick Clemson. Yeah, they we have, could. With the talent they have, they have not looked good. They <laughs> Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked good all year. He still doesn't look good. Um the defense doesn't look like what they did last year. By and obviously, they lost their entire defensive line. They
1: the the, def, the defense, and we've said it before. The defense is still really, really. Oh, good. Oh yeah, no, it's still good. But they're not as good as they were mm, last not. year. I mean, um, oh,
3: UNC on that last drive drove down the field. Yeah, like easily, and that two point conversion was an awful call. The,
1: you know, I think Clemson's their biggest opponent this year. Clemson is Clemson's biggest opponent. It is not getting bored. Their t- their schedule is terrible. Uh, it's hard for them to get up against, you know, these games where, the, you know, the other teams are, you know, inferior, And that's going to be the big issue. Uh, when we all t- picked our top four after two weeks, we all picked Clemson. You know, we all said, you know, hey, these guys look good, which they do. Uh, they're a little inconsistent right now. That's um, the thing is finding that consistency.
3: Can I go back to a surprise team real quick? Sure. SMU. Yeah. They're in the top 25 now. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about that, I just Uh, noticed it. I just noticed it, too. Shane Shane Buchel. Buchel from Uh, Texas, yeah. And uh, they've got uh, another kid. uh, His last name's Prosh. I can't remember his first name, but he is a stud. Another
1: one is is Wake Forest. And Wake Forest, yeah. Ranked and undefeated.
3: There's a lot. um. And honestly, that might be <laughs> a good sign for Arkansas because that's all of Chad Morris's guys yeah. that are down there in SMU right now. And look at them—you yeah. know, they're top twenty-five. Right. Obviously, it's a different coach, and who knows yeah. what he does with those guys? But he got some—he's got some kids down there. Um, I guess my most disappointing—and I, I don't really—I guess the most disappointing would be Oregon, probably dropping mm-hmm. out of the top ten. Because they have a lot of talent too, and they've got yeah. Justin Herbert, and not them not being in the top ten, I think, is bad for them. Well,
1: I I think I think you're going to see that's going that narrative is going to change. They're going to win this week at Cal. Yep. Uh, they're going to work their way through the Pack twi- 10 or Pack 12, excuse me. Um, Auburn, we've seen now we're saying is a really really good team, right? Um, they've got the best overall body of work, I think Auburn at this point through five games. Yeah. So. I think Oregon's going to find their way in there. So I, I don't see anything negative about them. Um, my Mine is 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 Clemson as well um, because we expect them to come out there and throw up points against these inferior opponents every single game like Bama is doing. Uh, like Ohio State is doing. I think Ohio State has played a better schedule so far. Will play a much better schedule moving forward and looks a lot better than Clemson. So... What do teams that are clearly better than everyone do against inferior opponents? They go out there and they stomp them. Yep. Ohio State goes to Nebraska, wild in atmosphere. It's not a big deal. They go out there with something to prove and stomp them. So this could be the deal where, hey, Clemson just doesn't have that chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, So they're my surprise so far. What do you got, Kim? Uh, my
2: negative so far? Can I do a whole conference? Is my negative? Yes,
1: <laughs> the ACC. There you
2: go. So yeah. negative. All teams. L- let me read you some of these. Boston College three and two, Louisville two and two, Virginia Tech two and two, Miami two and two, North Carolina two and three, Georgia Tech one and three. Oh hey, we get down there to Duke, three and one. <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, three Duke's
1: and two. Good. Yeah, they are. Duke's Th- pretty. Good. Like there's lost. no other undefeated team besides. They got another good oh, quarterback. Who's
3: yeah. their only yeah. loss? Bama, game one. Yeah, game one, the Bama. Yeah. That's it. But still, I mean those. But no, no, I yeah, the yeah, whole ACC is terrible. No, I agree. But um, um what were you we saying?
2: Oh, I was gonna actually do a uh, team as well. Um, Utah, actually. Has got me. I mean, I know they're three and one, but they lost to a USC team that's down.
3: <laughs> I just remembered a team after you're done talking. Oh, sorry. There's so many but teams. Yeah, that have, like,
2: Utah was the talk, the talk of the, the talk Pac-12. of the Pac-12. Yeah. Like yeah. they're gonna go out. They're gonna make the playoff this year. Not a chance. Not a chance. No. They're three and one, but they lost to a very not that good USC team who's down, who's hurt. But I mean, still yeah. you lose. How well, do you? How do you lose <laughs> you're supposed to win the pac-12 this year you're supposed yeah. to go undefeated you're supposed to make the playoff and you lose to a not very good usc team so yeah they're they're besides the whole acc they're my team that's biggest
1: negative so oh, far
3: i was gonna say washington State. oh yeah i mean as good as they looked early on <laughs> and then the now pac-12 <laughs> yeah and now these last two weeks they've looked like <laughs> crap
1: so if if you're from the 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 west coast or the east coast you're not doing there's, too hot. There's no telling what's going to happen. No. Everyone in the, those people, there's something in the water out there. The salt water is getting to them, or something.
3: Well, and another one's Florida State. They've gone up on their opponent. I think they're. they're I saw something they've scored like sixty something points in the first quarter. It, w- it might have been even higher than that. They've scored a ton of points in the first quarter. Yeah. And they've lost. Well, and they keep losing. You know what? You know what
1: happens? All they do is spend the whole entire. Uh, once they get up, they start taunting. Yeah. They start taunting and trash-talking. You know what happens? The other team just gets s- sick of Pissed, it, and it's yeah. like, okay, keep talking, keep yeah. trash-talking. Well, like and while they're they're trash-talking, they're doing like the, the Texas defender with the uh, you know pass incomplete signal while the dude's running down right. the sideline. It's line. like,
3: you're Florida State. How are you not good? Yeah, like they, they have you the athletes. Have, you, have, you can they're literally the, just recruit out of Florida. They're in the top five
2: okay. in the... Uh, uh, talent composite. Yeah,
1: just like USC. Yeah, just like just USC like was. You got to win if you're the coach and you got top five talent. You got to win. Yeah. I mean, it's
3: like you could literally just recruit out of Florida as Florida State and you could compete in the top yeah. ten in the teams. ACC at least. Yeah. At least, I mean, because Florida has so many athletes.
1: All right, so so this is gonna be a little longer episode because we got lots to talk about. But I'm gonna throw in one more, and it's got to be a quick answer from you guys. Okay, this this was not something we wrote down before the show, but I'm gonna call this saw it come in September. What team is just fallen flat on their face, and you saw it coming, but no one else did. Who who you got, Jake?
3: Oh, you put me on the spot. Okay. Um, a team that fell flat on their face that nobody saw coming? Oh, God. Can I go first? Yeah, go Tennessee. first. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Tennessee. People that's, thought Tennessee was up. Yeah. That's a good That's a good one. That's go ahead. Who you got, Jake? You got to go. I got to right.
1: think. Oh, I got two. Okay. Number one, people pick Nebraska to win the Big Ten um East. No, excuse me, the West. They picked them to win the Big Ten West. No one was talking about Wisconsin. Nebraska is not even in the same world as Wisconsin. Uh, number two, people were saying this year was the year that Michigan was going to topple over Ohio State, the urban-mireless Ohio close. State. and it, the, I saw it coming. So saw yeah. it coming September. Those two things have perfectly come to fruition. Okay, right.
3: I didn't necessarily see this coming, but I knew that they weren't as good as everybody's hyping them up to be is Maryland. Yeah. I think that's yeah. I think Maryland, which they are good and they have a lot of speed, but people are talking about them like, you know, they could actually make some noise in the top ten. No. And then they get beat 59 to nothing at home. Yeah. Oh, know hey, know and, I mean?
1: and a positive um, surprise team also Penn we State. forgot. Penn State. Yep. Yeah, they uh, looking, looking really really good. good. And Baylor. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah Baylor's, Baylor's looking really there's good. A lot, so there's a lot of teams. There's like a lot there. of teams that look really good. Okay. So um, – Let's do this one quick, so we got plenty of time to get to our top uh, top teams and some discussion here. Uh, biggest player
3: surprise, positively, who you got? Oh, uh, Jalen Hurt or no, actually Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Okay. I'm gonna go Joe Burrow. Okay,
2: that's a good one. Uh, oh crap! Um, the Cone from Nebraska, uh Wisconsin. Jack cone? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I've never heard of that he's guy. He's never year. heard of, right? Nobody's talking about. Yeah, he, he's, he's looking, he's really, looking good. really good. Um, so uh, I'm gonna go Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, uh, not not somebody a lot of one, of people a talked one. about. He's gonna have close to 2,000 yards. So cool. Uh, biggest player in a negative way. Uh, Caleb, you haven't got to go first yet, so we'll let you go. I don't want to go first on this one. one. I gotta think.
3: Felipe Franks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dang easy. it, that Caleb, was easy. Caleb had that one. He got <laughs> he
1: got that tattooed on his back and forgot. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Just because
3: of how much hype he was getting before the season. I don't know why. And why. Of course, he got hurt, and he could have had a great. So season So that surprises you. That's your biggest surprise. I would the say, player, yeah, because of how much people. I mean, because okay. he guys, sucks from the beginning, so I'm not surprised, well, actually. Yeah, but I mean, those guys are in camp and they're seeing him play, and you know, they're talking about how good he looks and how, how the big step that he's going to make this year, and he didn't look good at all before his injury. So I'd say that 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 would be a big surprise to, I think, um, like a majority of college football. Yeah, Maybe not to us because the, we don't like him. Yeah, but
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of people would say the biggest surprise in negative oh. way would be Michigan because they were expecting it. Exactly. But that's I can, something I, I saw that. coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I can okay. go
2: now. Uh, okay. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor obviously, Lawrence. That's, that, that's, a, that's that's a obvious. And he
1: just he just has not
2: top of the top of the Heisman running. Yeah, he's thrown already more picks than he did all of last year. He doesn't have half the yards he yep. did at the same time last year. Yep. I, I don't know what's going on over All there. All right, so my the hairs getting in the way.
1: Something. He can't see the <laughs> he can't see the defender. <laughs> something. Right, so sure it's, it's a little longer than last um, year. my player in a negative way, I was gonna say um Trevor Lawrence, but I'm gonna pick another one. Uh and that's um walk on that turned captain at Notre Dame, that's uh Chris Fink. Yeah. Uh he's he's just had a, a rough go at it. He's had to move position, so I understand that. Uh, he muffed a punt this last week that led to a turnover, um, you know, fifth year senior captain, um, you know, great story, great kid, works hard. Um, but he just, he just hasn't got it going yet. So I hope he's gets to go. I'm
3: the one that I'm surprised you guys didn't take was Ian book. Yeah. His second year. Awesome. in the offense, it, Yeah. He, it, hasn't
1: looked I, good at all. he, he, uh, I agree. Um, but, um, I expected, I expected Ian book to be the same as he was last year. I wasn't one of those that expected. He'd yeah. be better. Uh, and I was expecting Chris Fink to be third down. Lights out. Lights out. You know, punt return. We're not gonna have any turnovers the whole season. Like this guy's been back there catching punts for three years. <laughs> Thank the Lord Cole Komet is back early. it's gonna be a long year. Yeah. Cole Komet is he's a beast. Not Clay Cole <laughs> Komet, Cole Comet. All right, and so that's real close. So that's I don't know our how they, I don't know how they got that one. That's our wrong. Uh, September surprises, um, Yeah, so we'll do something uh, something at the end of October, like uh, I don't know. Oh no, October October. scares. Oh no, (laughs) October October scares. scares. The games that that uh, uh, almost got away. All right, spooky October. Let's recap week number two. Here's our pick. So we all had um, we all had the same four teams, a little different order. Uh, Nate had, which is me, Clemson, LSU. Ohio State, and Bama.
3: That's still a very good top four. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Caleb, who you got?
2: I had uh, Clemson, Bama, LSU, Ohio State. Yep.
3: And then I had uh, Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, and LSU. All right. So, we
1: had the same four, a little bit different. Now, some of us and some of the media and some of those that that podcast and do TV shows, they pick based off of what you've done this year plus... What you've done in previous years. Some pick, hey, what have you done this year? Throw out last year. Throw out these theoretical beginning of the season rankings. And I'm going to go off the body of work for this year. That's the way I'm going to take my picks. For the picks. first five weeks. Yep. I'm going to take my picks of, hey, what have you done the first five weeks this year? Forget last year. Forget you know what we think. Forget, okay, I think we consider the schedule they have coming up, but I think you say, hey, what have you done for me now? So who wants to go first and give me their their college football playoff? I'll go first. Top four. Thank you for volunteering, Jake. (laughs) uh,
3: Mine is a little different. I took a – Who's number four? Yeah, I say I took one team out and uh, switched the order. Number four for me is Clemson um, based off of their schedule alone. And my top four for right now is if these teams – assuming these teams go undefeated. That's my top four right now. So I've got Clemson at number four. Who their big games would be Wake Forest, A and M, and at UNC. I've looked at their schedule, so I think that's why they're number four. And I also think they're at number four because they don't want a Bama Clemson national championship again. I think they're trying to get a Bama OU national championship.
1: That would be the moneymaker. I think that's the one. That I think they're it's already trump- going to happen.
3: Hoping that it is going to happen. My number three is OU. Uh, their big ones would be at Texas, which would be a great win. Um, I have at Baylor on there because I think that could be a sneaky game. Yeah. Baylor is a surprising theme. That could be um, one of those. Uh, at Oklahoma State, that would also be a big win because of Oklahoma State's offense, and everybody knows OU's defense isn't um, uh, a top, top-tier top defense. And then um, I I guess Iowa State. That would be another big game for them because Iowa State could play anybody close with how they play football. Yep. Uh, my number two would be uh, Ohio State, and this is actually the one team I think that – has the best chance to lose out of all three of them, or out of the other three. And they play at Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn state and Michigan state. So that is a, that's tough a tough, that's a tough team. road. They have the, I think they have the most impressive um, schedule, uh, even with Bama. Yep. I think uh, that, that's tough. I mean, that, those are tough teams to play. And then obviously Bama's number one with at a and LSU and at Auburn. And then plus the uh, SCC championship game, which would be probably be Georgia.
2: All right. All right. I guess I'll go, um, number four. Like we say, we're doing this based on the five games we've seen already. Uh, number four, I'm going to put, oh, this is tough. I'm putting Oklahoma. Number
3: four?
2: At number four, as of right now. All right. Um, they're just they're just now starting getting into the meat of their uh, their Big Twelve.
1: I think there's only one team in the Big Twelve. You know, like Jake's, the Big Jake said, maybe maybe Baylor, but I think I think Texas. Baylor's sneaky, but I don't I think, even think
3: Texas. I don't think Baylor beats them. Uh, but I do think that would be a game that would be like a game they have to watch out for. Like I don't think they steamroll Baylor.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, number three, I'm going with um, I'm going with LSU at number three. They've had some good wins so far. They got a tough schedule ahead, but uh, I think, as far as their performance so far, I think the, the third best team in the in the country.
3: The SEC teams are the toughest ones to pick for. The oh popcorn. yeah, that's yeah
1: because they're all gonna yeah. You can't pick more than more than one really because c- theoretically they're gonna get. I so could I, I could have picked
2: Georgia here, but I, I think I think they would have. If they're in the third best team in the nation, which I think everyone has them picked there right now. Yeah,
3: they do. They're they're number three. <laughs> Clemson's number two. Bama's number one. Okay. And I think Ohio State's number four.
2: Well, i I just like I just like the wins that LSU's had so far. I mean, right. they they went out and beat a very good Texas team, and they play in the they play in the SEC. They've had some SEC wins so far, yeah. but I think LSU's there. And number two, I'm picking Ohio State. Yep. I mean. Justin Fields, he's he's not even human. That kid's incredible. That defense is top notch. Um, I don't see, like you said, they got a tough road ahead, but I, they're they have coo- the
3: biggest oh. chance to lose out of those teams. Yeah,
2: they do. And if they're number two team, they're they're gonna ultimately find a way to win. And then my number one team is Bama. I just think. The receivers, dude. That offense is putting up ridiculous numbers. I I know that defense is down, but you can't ever count out a Nick Saban defense. No, he's, they're still good. They're young, but he's gonna have them ready to play. Yeah. And so I I I I bumped Clemson out. I don't. Trevor Lawrence isn't playing like he did last year. That defense, I mean they. They didn't stop UNC. Yeah, I know the offense didn't score and didn't play well, but they also didn't stop UNC.
3: And UNC's offense isn't that good. Yeah. No. So.
2: The freshman quarterback. Yeah, they're not they're missing a lot of players well, from last year, and that that's why I bumped them out. There, I mean, they're number five, but the only problem with the I don't Clemson have in right
3: now, now is they aren't going to lose another game on their schedule, no. and you so can't keep them out let's of their let's under So before
1: field. I before I pick, let's let's say this. Okay, LSU runs a table. Look really good. Uh, you know they're scoring in the 50s every game. 50 to 14 is like their average score. They go down and they lose to Bama 53 to 50 at, on the road at Bama. They don't get a chance to play for the SEC championship, but they 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 win out, which means they have wins at Auburn, uh, which means that they um, you know have all those other SEC wins. They have a win on the road at Texas. Clemson wins out. Clemson's undefeated. The best team on Clemson's schedule is not even a top twenty-five team, but but that's very possible that that could happen. Who a And M? That's what, yeah, a And M's that a And M's not a top twenty-five team. Okay, so Clemson, the best team they've played is is somewhere that's that's a you know a four and four in the SEC, you know middle of the road. Okay, where LSU has lost on the road to probably the best team in the country. Um, how can the playoff committee say Clemson if we're picking the best four? Clemson gets in over LSU. We had the same. We had the same scenario when Ohio State didn't get in, and the, but they, granted, they had a loss. But Clemson's not going to have the schedule, the body of work, and we've already seen they're not winning these games by a big enough margin. You know, their their the toughest game left is Wake.
3: Clemson has become the other Bama. They're going to get in if they're undefeated. They're going to put them in because it's Clemson because it's Trevor Lawrence yeah. yeah. because it's Travis uh, yeah. ETN. because it's. Uh, T Higgins, uh, you know they just got the players. People are gonna watch them.
1: They got the brand
3: now. Yeah, they've got the brand. They have everything. Um, you know, Dabo. Everybody loves Dabo. Yeah, and so that's that's
1: that's the thing is it we're not saying we're gonna pick the the best four teams regardless of of record and regardless of region this is the, these are the like the top
2: four as everything in the, else. the five games yeah. we've watched so well, far and For, yeah. their performance in those five games I yeah. did
3: my top four based off realistically what would happen, but what yeah. I think is it should be Bama OSU OU and lSU is what yeah. I think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The, the ACC and pac 12 get left out yeah That's what I think. It all would right happen. so so uh, okay and we'll have a million theories but all right so here here's my top four and i'm going to give actually I'm going to give my top 10. Oh, okay. okay. And, and this is based on what I have seen this year. You're special. Yeah. Number 10 is Notre Dame, okay? I, I think they're good enough to be a top 10 team, but they have one loss, number one, uh, even though that was the best loss of the season by anyone. Their yeah. defense is legit. That is the be- Their that defense is, is good. Yeah. yeah. That is the best loss of the season. Uh, number nine is Penn State. I think Penn State would stomp Florida. Oh. Uh, and Florida's out of my top 10. Number nine is Penn State. They should be out of the top um, 35. They won't stay that way because Penn State has has to play Ohio State. A lot of tough But games. that could be their only one loss, and they got they got to play Michigan, which is a tough game. I have number eight, Clemson, and that's based on what I've seen. Granted, they're undefeated, but so is everyone in front of them, and they really haven't proven that much, and they haven't played anybody. Um, number seven, Wisconsin. I love that. Wisconsin yeah. started in the back, which that's fine. No one expects a lot of Wisconsin – but they look really, really good. And the thing is, is football is one at the line of scrimmage. When you're blowing them off the ball, five yards on offense and three yards in the backfield on defense, you're going to win a lot of games. Um, so that was uh, Notre Dame 10, Penn State 9, Clemson 8, Wisconsin 7. Seven. I'm going to say OU number six, and here's why. Uh, they're throwing up some nasty numbers, but their defense still gives up points, and they've yet to prove that their defense can stop. Anybody. Wisconsin has showed that anybody that they play, they're going to shut them down. They didn't look this great, this good against Northwestern, uh, but they were coming off that. You know, whatever. Still think they're looking really good. Number five is Bama. All right, Bama has proven. Listen, they've proven to have one of the elite offenses in all of college football. But here's a problem. Here's a problem. the The four teams in front of them have all have a better resume. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Number four, Auburn. Based on right now, what I've seen, Auburn has the best body of work from from game one to game number five of actually going out and getting the W against teams that are tough. Auburn, number four. I respect that. Number three, Georgia. Okay. Georgia has a couple cupcake wins, but here's the deal. If you look at historically – now, granted, this is shifting a different way. Again, you win the line of scrimmage, both defensive line. They have a really strong defense. Their defense was better than anything I expected when they played Notre Dame. You win the defensive line. You win the offensive line. You win most of your games. All right? So far, based on what they've done, I got Georgia number three.
3: I would say real quick, Georgia's basically a more athletic Wisconsin. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. They are
1: a five-star version of Wisconsin, where Wisconsin is a three- to four-star. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what it is. Um, So they're going to trump them every day because they play the same ball. Okay. Do I think that they can can play offense with the next team? No, I don't. That's LSU. That's one of
2: those three-to-five,
1: three-to-six games. LSU.
2: Wisconsin, Alabama.
1: LSU has the best win of the season, and I think that's a road win. Against Texas, now Texas may this that may not turn out to be a big win later on in the year. Yeah, LSU, this
2: is basically based on the five games we've seen. And that's how exactly right. Are. LSU
1: is number two. Number two. I'm in Ohio okay, State. and then Ohio State mm-hmm. is number one because Ohio State has looked like they're on a different planet offensively and defensively. They they've played some cupcakes. They've also played some some games where. Uh, they're pretty tough. I'm telling you guys, Cincinnati. That that blowout of Cincinnati. Well, that's very impressive. Was I said was that was, was impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cincinnati was like, they they look like a D, like a like F, FCS team. Uh,
3: people are gonna have to stop doubting Ohio State. Like they they shut out Cincinnati and blew out Nebraska. Here's
1: here's the problem. If I was looking back and saying, okay, what has o- Ohio State done in the past? They would be four or five because they've got a game where they play Purdue or Minnesota or.
2: Michigan, Michigan State. State this
1: week, where they just go out and like, that's a diff, totally that. different, totally different <laughs> lay a brick. Team. So, but that that's where I'm at so far. Uh, so my, mine's been mine's I'm been changed. I'm very
3: interested to see how close your top ten is. Yeah. by the end of the year, it, and I actually think that's a realistic. That won't be the top four, but that is a realistic outlook on the top four because there's no way they keep undefeated band can, out.
1: Can you imagine if it, if it was Ohio State? Haven't been in a while. LSU never been to the playoff. Okay, we get Auburn in there, who's never been to the playoff, and then we get we'll say um, Clemson. Even if it's Clemson, that that that's three new teams, right? I'd say OU. You know, I was thinking OU. Yeah, OU. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. OU. OU. Yeah. And the thing is, if Ohio State goes undefeated. LSU beats Bama and goes undefeated. That would mean they'd also have beaten Georgia. They'll probably be number 1 if that happens. And oh, Auburn. Right. And, right. And, Auburn. and Auburn. Yeah, they'd be number so, 1 for sure. yeah, so we got LSU, we got Ohio State, OU, they run the table. Then we could have if Wisconsin's undefeated. Probably. If we got five undefeated conference championship, champions Clemson's out. If, if yeah, okay. for sure. But that's never happened. So, no.
2: if 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 Clemson so gets in, it's <laughs> going to be dumb just cuz it's Clemson. LSU. Clemson and Bama will be there cuz everyone thinks. Yeah. I mean it's Clemson and Bama. I, yeah. I don't. I don't care who you played and what what cupcake conference you're in. You're, okay. If you're Clemson, you're in.
3: Just real quick, since we're running a little long. <laughs> a little long. I don't really <laughs> care, but um, I was just say if LSU goes undefeated, that means they beat Georgia and Bama, right? Most impressive season and Auburn.
1: I would say in in college football And it's very.
3: Uh, it, it is very unlikely. And Auburn, but they can do. it. They are talented enough to do it. In my opinion,
1: they could go out and lose to Mississippi they State or Arkansas, could. Yeah, and no, then they it's could. like, what Absolutely. are we doing? Absolutely,
3: but I don't think they do. That's so. If that does happen, kick six crazy. Who, who's who's number four? Bama or Georgia? Because I don't think it's Clemson. Yeah. Bama? Or who do you pick? Do you pick the team that they beat, or do you pick? The I team, think a team that has they one loss. Beat both of them.
1: I think a team that has one loss between Georgia, LSU, and Bama is better than an undefeated Clemson team based on this schedule. Based on who that's, they've played, and, that's the, the and I don't care if it's look. yeah, I don't care if it's three SEC teams.
3: Yeah, that's the and that's especially if Clemson keeps
2: playing games close and not blowing people out like they have in had been. a terrible and
3: ACC. The only thing that's guaranteed to change in that top four is Auburn. They're not going to beat LSU, Bama, and Georgia. Yeah, they're going to lose <laughs> one of those not.
1: games. No one would. No. There's no team, There's no no team, team that can <laughs> four teams. Even the team that eventually wins the national championship the year, this year can go back, and they're not going to go 4-0 in those games.
3: Dude, but what if they do? What if they do That's beat LSU, Bama, and Georgia? Gus
1: Malzahn Auburn. would be plastered in gold. Remember when I said that if LSU <laughs> ran the table this year, that would be probably one of the most impressive the seasons, seasons ever. In, in if if Auburn did it ever, it'll never be touched. Nope, no. Because the I mean these teams LSU Auburn and, and Georgia, or excuse me LSU Georgia and Bama.
3: I mean, I would they're say they're incredible if teams. Auburn didn't have a freshman QB they could do. And it. And
2: we were here talking about how the SEC is down.
3: Yeah, well that's <laughs> no. The SEC has four really good teams, well, and it makes up for the rest of the shit <laughs> crappy teams. That's why I think LSU has such a good chance is because they don't have a freshman QB. You put Bo Nix against Alabama, you put Bo Nix against Georgia, he's going to make mistakes. Yeah, I think you're right. You know?
1: Georgia has Jake Frum, does, and they have Joe Burrow DeAndre Swift.
3: Those, does Joe Burrow make those mistakes? I mean, as far as we've seen, based like you said, based off what we've seen so far, no, he doesn't. But it, it, hey, all I When it comes down
2: to Georgia, though, running the ball, do you feel better about Georgia's run game against – L- LSU's passing game?
1: Like Who do you give the i, don't th- I passing game? Don't, I, don't I don't think Georgia can, can keep up. I mean, Georgia, you I mean, can you we saw defense. that against Notre Dame. Georgia, Georgia's That's not going to be able to keep up offensively. Having
3: a run game's great, but Fromm has to beat somebody. I mean, like, yeah. They, Fromm has to step up and beat somebody, yeah. which he's played good. He he, and, and like he, QB. he
1: He may step up and beat mm-hmm. Notre Dame, but that doesn't mean you're going to step up and beat Notre But Dame. what I mean is... I mean, he
2: made some really
3: good in that him. game. I want to see him... Somebody shut Georgia's run game down, and I want to see him throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. No picks. Something like that.
2: I mean, that, that that's a Heisman type yeah. game
3: You know, right I just there. want to see one game out of him like that. Right. We haven't. He hasn't thrown over. He, here's he what i
1: We're an hour and 20 in. Yeah. It's been an awesome show. The, I mean, we could sit here and talk oh, about this craziness, yeah. they, but, they, but they, we hey, could go till that's why we call it the Kick Six Podcast. We thank what? you guys for listening. Go ahead, Jake. What I was going to
3: say one more thing. We should do a whole episode talking about top four scenarios. I, top I, four I, scenarios.
2: I got one more thing. Tweet us at Kick6 Podcast on Twitter. Kick. That's
1: right. Apple iTunes. Uh, <laughs> rate, subscribe, <laughs> review. Uh, we'll see you next week.